was wondering if I could have a quick word. Let's just talk in my office. It'll only take a second. How many training days have you had this year? Only five. Okay, well, there's a session I'd like to book you on, if that's okay with you. It's called Karmic Intrusion. I believe it's on Thursday afternoon. I've got the website up now. Would you like me to book you on? The boundaries are something we take very seriously here, and as uh, someone relatively new, it may take a little time to adjust to our high standards. You understand what I'm saying? Good. Well, I look forward to hearing about your development, Henry's a very forward-thinking trainer. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm practicing the engaged listening I'd learned just the previous day through an online course. Half smile with complimenting eyes, no crossing of legs or arms, an inaudible hum. Yet I can't help remembering it's the second time in a week I'm sitting here in one of management's porter cabins being nudged into workplace education. The first meeting for the engaged listening course was good, positive from what I can recall, but the tone of this one is different. There's an edge of words carefully chosen, eye contact formal but minimal. No connection beyond the relationship our roles require, as though I had begun my second week rather than thirteenth year working here in and around his elevated temporal office. A couple of minutes later I'm closing the door, taking the handful of steps to the wood chip path, stumbling a little as I normally do after such heavy rain clags my walking boots with mud and loose bark, scrolling down to the confirmation email, karmic intrusion, how to know you've experienced, committed or considered crossing acceptable boundaries and wondering what had triggered the training request this time. This is like a dream, I say to myself, as I often do throughout the day. A mantra I'd clasped onto from a module on lucid dreaming from a wellness away day in Rendlesham Woods, when the infraction dawns on me. Last night, deep in a dream, I'd been caught having a life-size paper version of myself created by security at the back door of a large gallery building I apparently worked in, and aware that I had little time to get around to the front of the building before my break ended, I uttered the mantra within the dream. Though I couldn't mould my universe sufficiently to extricate myself from the predicament, my short supply of sense allowed me to realize I could transport my boss to where I was so he could see me. Late but caught by means beyond my reach, surely he'd understand. He appeared around the corner looking befuddled as if he had been dragged from somewhere else. In bed? Sleeping in his work clothes? Or out for a late dinner with some friends? I shuddered. 
It's now Thursday and I'm sitting in a fully carpeted room in an anonymous training centre on the outskirts of Frampton, which frankly is better than the clunch pit setting of my last interpersonal session. Floor, walls, ceiling, even windows have been carpeted and if there had been chairs and tables present they probably would have succumbed to the same fate. But for this workshop, we have been encouraged to explore alternative positions within the safety of a fully open yet enclosed space. Whether it's your third time job or your hard time job, you're here for the sake of boundaries. Boundaries are the very things that keep us in check after all. This was Jackie Tout in formal flares and a tank top constructed out of load-bearing wool that supported a bulging muscle pack on his shoulders and back that he kept on during the proceedings and that I could see was quietly dimpling at the nape of his neck, obviously responsible for the total absence of discomfort that he displayed and that backed up the wild claims of the consumer literature. He lit the sailor's tobacco in his cast-iron burning bowl that looked like a Victorian-era satellite dish or something out of War of the Worlds and encouraged us to do the same. The cardboardy matches we'd been given with our pre-trainer's name and title, Doctor of Modular Occultism, embossed on the reflective facing, bent or folded in our fingers, took at least a whole line of matches to achieve a workable flame. We will be practicing consensual intrusion to start with. As you move across your first standard plane, you will be met by your instructor. Most of you will find yourselves in unfamiliar territory, but you can use your factory lungs to stay grounded. We see Oxy de Bomb squeezing his to demonstrate and taking in a deep breath of the smoke that curled up from his psychic pyre. Each trainee held out their prosthetic lung, the finger smears of last week's participants still visible on the waxy yellow plastic, and pumped in wheezy accordance. A wooziness comes over me. There must be something in the tobacco, I thought or said, I'm not sure which. The man lying on the floor next to me moaned. Yes, as you will probably be experiencing, or if not now soon, paper-thin reality easily tears. Gently does it, my friends, gently does it. These are origami times. Follow the folds and you will find your way. I could hear a few of the trainees being slapped down by an invisible force, like birds crashing into window panes. Jackie shuffled over to them one by one to reset some inner trimmings as the lights in the room gradually dimmed and I felt myself sinking through the darkness and floating backwards as if driven by a chauffeur in love with the clutch. White lights flickered from afar and increased in intensity as the oncoming traffic sped towards our erratic back-channeling. The light changed as another skin was torn from the fragile snare 
and peacock flickers began to flare, dancing in the distance until the instructor's face emerged through a pulsing red sun. Psychic intruders, we are all present, so I shall proceed. Will to where you were, until was is is, and will be. Hawk, water arise! Hear the bitten boom, malt with the wispy snake withies, dive with the shy otter, wade on shore with the lapping plover, see the sky thatched in vibrant down. Goodbyes are as old as the moon. Expand within yourself. Unbuckle your transcendental belt. Actions grow and expand. But beware not to leak unsummoned into someone else's sphere. Set in his usual pew, where vulgar-worn woes tussled with the salient aroma of his own special blend of sailor's tobacco, haughty Uncle Henry, absented from the foliage, freshly supped on the cloud of smoke, and readied himself for the missives sent on slender arcs from training room to trainer's podium, retoned through diaphanous vestments of stained-glass saints, jumbled across the chest with an assembly of doorless keys and old-style emblems, to prick his porous smile, a mere facial veneer swimming under moist algae green eyes. Sibilants plough the air, and for any onlooker who may pendulum past his caribou, broad back, and lean into his loosened breath, they will find him to be in another place altogether. Now clomping in clogs through the aisles of the musty church, as the woolly soft hammers chimed the bells of Thornton Spire, Grapes wincing on their vines, trellised by alder in groves, surrounding the graveyard with a dab of hawthorn jelly to rouse the acorns. Violet-faced Henry, retroflexing his ancient enigmas, emitted the acrid odours of ages that the trainees would be attempting to waft away from their cerebral compasses for days to come. <laughs> 